The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. The opinions expressed in the Rough House podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the WWE, Lucha Underground, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, GFW, are they even still a thing? MCW Pro Wrestling, CZW, Nads Flappy Sack, Marvel Studios, Kellogg's, Frisky's Cat Food, Ted Turner, Jameson Irish Whiskey, Fruit of the Loom, Hershey's, Samsung, Amblin Entertainment, Groundskeeper Willie, or the cast and crew of The Walking Dead. Since the dawn of mankind, those in professional wrestling have turned to the Pro Wrestling Podcast to gain insight into how to do their jobs, how to create angles, develop new characters, and create fiery feuds with which to capture an audience's attention. What better group of individuals than basement dwellers on internet-purchased microphones to guide the hand of a multi-million dollar industry? We're proud to present one such podcast, courtesy of the Realm Network, here at the Rough House, where black people and white people watch wrestling. And Hispanic people, too. And all people. Hey everybody, welcome to uh, a brand new episode of The Rough House. Good to see you. Uh, We're black people and white people watch wrestling. We're all warmed up because we just did a Patreon exclusive episode, so uh, head over to patreon.com slash the rough house podcast. It'll already be posted by the time you are listening to this. So uh, for any dollar donation, you can listen to uh, all the exclusive podcasts we do. For a $10 monthly donation or, or patronage, you can get daily this day in SGW, Southern Gentlemen of Wrestling Updates, um, curated by myself. I translated them from the gibberish that Teddy Spry wrote in. They are spectacular. You do not want to miss them patreon.com slash the rough house podcast and i believe justin is going to yell at you for not signing up now you listen to me you fuckers <laughs> you listen to me you filthy <clears throat> swamp water chugging cocksuckers give us your fucking money and give by us, us fucking he money. Means me. give us your fucking cash give us your fucking money because <laughs> once we get over a thousand on this thing daddy's gonna get a slice of that pie all right, so you give us your fucking money. That's it. You had nothing in return. All right, you'll get an occasional podcast. Chris will give you updates. <laughs> if you listen to this last Patreon podcast, by the way, uh, Chris may or may not tell you where to find nudes of us online, not video, just images. He may or may not reveal how to Google image search your boys mm-hmm. and find some Full frontal and spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho pictures of us. But hey, if you're not a Patreon subscriber, you fucking barnacle, you'll never figure out how we to do that. We also talk about Glow, the Netflix show. So that there's also, there's yeah, that, also too. that there in case that, you're interested in it. Yeah, that. <laughs> Hitler comes up at some point. We talk about Glow. We talk about Tom Noonan. <laughs> Don't um, give all the goods away. Come on, you gotta, you gotta let that in. Well, we're, they're, they're like, who the fuck's Tom <laughs> Noonan? Yeah, they if they make the connection as to what we're talking about between nudes, Hitler, and Tom Noonan, good I guarantee for you. Right. at least one person will get that reference. You want to guess who that person would be? The, the Gorehound. <laughs> The Gorehound, the man who is in his mid-30s, yet his face is still eight. 
the gorehound? Why does only why is only most of him grown up, but his face is eight? Oh god! All right, I'm dying. Gotta catch my breath because I have a uh, I have a confession to make, Justin. Yeah, so I'm going to read a text to you earlier today. I'll read a chunk yeah, of it. Yeah, not the entire um, thing there. I'm not going to read the whole thing, uh, but it says, so uh, hey, a f- couple of things. What time tonight? Also, uh, don't think I didn't men- notice that Guano Apes mentioned this morning. Yeah, Thank you. you. Slid Somebody that mentioned in real bats. Nice. I said proud Guano, like and I said Guano Apes, proud like a fucking god. Also, I have a confession to open the yeah. show. Kristoff, the floor is yours. <clears throat> so, uh... I realized something today. I realized that <laughs> I, <laughs> I can't even say it without laughing. I was wearing ladies' pants to work. Wait, what? <laughs> so <laughs> at my uh, at my job, I have to wear you know like like dress pants and a button down shirt sort of thing. So uh-huh. being as broke uh, and poor as I am, <clears throat> when I got said job. Went to the old uh, thrift shop, you know, popped some tags, got some secondhand clothing. So one pair of uh, of pants that I got, I was like, "Oh wow, these are these are really comfortable. They got a lot of they got a lot of wiggle room for for a large, hefty, uh, husky fellow like myself. That's uh, that's crucial, you know, to have a lot of room in there." So I didn't think anything of it, uh, and it never really dawned on me, man, this is really weird how the the button for the uh, for for the waist was on the other side. And the zipper Did was, you? was was on the other side. I, I bought women's pants, and I've been wearing women's pants to work like once a week for the past eight months. And the do you want to know the, the topping, the cherry on this uh, the Sunday of shit right here? They're Lane Brides. <laughs> you have hit. Rock oh bottom. god! This is my life. This is, this is it. my life. It. Did you never try and put anything in your back pocket? They, they have. They're really shallow, but there are back pockets. So I can't like put my. If I put my cell phone down vertical, it doesn't go in. But if I put it horizontally, it fits. So, have you ever seen the episode <clears throat> of of The Office? Probably. Where Michael accidentally buys a woman's dress suit <laughs> i'm sure i have but it's been a while that's Dude, pretty much me though i'm michael scott that's exactly what <laughs> happened to you when he doesn't realize why the zipper is on the yep, wrong that, side that was me the buttons are uh-huh. on the wrong side the inside of the suit jacket has like a floral design and the thinnest lapel you've ever seen <laughs> and then he there's no back yep, pockets that would be me You've been wearing Lane Bryant's yep. to work. Literally. The, 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 the tag in the pants says Lane Bryant. Chris, we're a crossroads. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can. Um, a. Go and use some of this Patreon money. As thin as it is. Yeah. You fucking skin flints. And buy yourself a new pair of men's dress okay. slacks. Okay. Or, or you just kayfabe it <laughs> and you keep wearing the women's dress. Justin's. They're so comfortable. Fuck yeah. I'm not ashamed. They're comfortable as hell. Dude, I've worn women's boxers for <laughs> years. I can vouch for that. I've seen it. 
I have worn women's Victoria's Secret boxers for the longest time. They're just made for a more delicate cut of man. Which meat. is what you have. The back female there. form is softer. It's more delicate. It's more in need of care and nurturing than these rough outer naugahyde leatherish husks of ours. So that soft silk and high thread count fabric uh-huh. on you feels like you're wearing a fucking a breeze. Million bucks. Did anyone at work notice? No, 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 no. This was me. I, I, I once I when I when I got uh, undressed after work, I pull like. You ever watch the Goldbergs on uh, on ABC? It's no, I do not. really. It's actually a really funny show. <laughs> Jeff Garland plays the dad, set in the eighties. As soon as he walks in the door, he closes the door and just takes his pants off and just walks around in his underwear. So that's 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 basically what I do. As soon as I get home, boom, pants go off. And I was I was putting them in the in the hamper today. I looked at. It, I was like. Hold on a second. I looked at the tag for the first time in the eight months since I've had them, and I just, well, shit. <laughs> there we are. I think you should keep. I will. Wearing I them. am. I'm going to. I think you should wear them out casually. <laughs> like if you just <clears throat> go to the ball. See if anybody notices. See if anyone notices. You and I. What we should do is we should try and wear as much women's clothing without it being an out-and-out dress or skirt or halter top uh-huh. as possible. Uh, if we ever again do a live event, how about this? I'll, saw, I'll, I'll sweeten okay. the pot. If you listen to the Patreon episode, we, we make it very available to you, and I want you, the skin flint that downloads the free episode, to hear this also, you succubus. Mm-hmm. That we will come to your house to watch a pay-per-view, to record a live podcast. I will come over and just watch old WCW footage on the network for the exchange of hot mouth. (laughs) We will up the ante Uh and show up in women's clothing. All right. Now, I'm not talking to dress, and you don't get to pick the fucking outfit, all right? So don't think this is like a la titty card. I'm going to show up in what I feel comfortable in. Okay. Chris is going to wear a dress. I said I would. All right. Chris, we are going to show up. He is gonna. We're gonna show up as boyfriend and girlfriend, <laughs> and he's gonna be Miss Elizabeth, and I'll be Lex Luger right before that fateful day. So we you, are gonna you leave out we, some, we're, uh, we're some meats and bread, and I'll know. make you sandwiches. I will make you fucking sandwiches in a dress for the right price. I'll fuck your wife. <laughs> That's right. So yeah, that was my that was my uh, confession. Wife. We'll fuck her. Wow. Okay. All right. Good. Good. I would. I didn't want you to have like a fucking disease. No. Or no. You've been like giving tuggies out back of a f- fucking Red Lobster, trying to keep the lights no, it's on. A or... It's a Bertucci's. Okay. Yeah. He's been. He's been given <laughs> given hot hand behind the Bertucci's. All right. Brick it oven sounds like someone's hot punching a tub there. of butter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry, bud. God damn. Um. Well, there we are. There we are. Uh, wow. Holy shit. Yeah, I know. I know yeah. That's, that's quite a revelation. Yep. Quite a You're revelation. Welcome. Proud of um, God. Well, let's get to the getting. Yeah. Uh, first and foremost, I found a YouTube channel whose name will go okay. unnamed because I don't want to blow their spot up because their stuff gets yanked anyways, where I'm uh, able to watch a little okay. lucha, right. where they have lucha episodes up, sure. and then they get copyrighted, yeah, they yeah, get yeah. taken down. I'm sorry. Uh, I shouldn't be doing that, but I do, and it's up on Fair YouTube. Enough. And um, I am having trouble. The product's fine, okay. but I'm having trouble getting invested in them again with it really seeming 
Like, there just ain't going to be a season four, man. Whew. It's been forever since they recorded Over something. One of their top dogs in Ricochet is openly shit-talking yep. them at the G1 tournament, which I watch chunks of, not right. all of. Um, I have no fucking access TV around here. Why would I, Anna Rundle, you cocksuckers? Uh, it, guys are taking bookings yeah. elsewhere. It it does <clears throat> seem like it might have been a, uh, a three-and-done at this point, lest there be some... Mm. 11th hour meeting to get it back on. Well, e- e- even so, time. even if there is funding and a fourth season is announced, we don't know who the players would be because Ricochet clearly wants out. Um, Badly. He, he's, he's number one Gonzo. Uh, I'm not sure. And, you know, they've, they've really made stars out of a bunch of people on a national level. Now, sure, these people were coming around and doing indies and, and making a name for themselves on their own. Um, but, you know, Lucha Underground is the first place I heard about Prince Puma, a.k.a. Ricochet. The first place I heard about Brian Cage, the machine. The first place I heard about Pentagon uh, Zero, uh, Cero Miedo, Del Zero M, whatever the fuck he's calling himself now. Pentagon Dark. Zero Cardio. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, the majority of the roster, aside from Mysterio, Guerrero, and Morrison, I'd never heard of. And granted, I, I, I don't usually go too far out of my my WWE and sometimes TNA bubble, so that's on me. Um, but I, I know there's a lot of people like me out there, and people like me were first turned on to these performers on this show. So that being said, and that level of notoriety being attained from said show for three seasons, who comes back if there is a fourth? That's that's the biggest question Yeah, right well, you've now. got Ricochet, who appears to really want to be yeah. out, You've got new players in, like, you know, the Worldwide Underground. It seems like Mundo wants to be a mainstay, but I think his stock has really been raised. Uh, where does Judas Messias go? Where, do, where does Mil, Mil Mertes? I think the only people that they lose, really, uh, it sounds like, it really sounds like Pentagon is just heading back deep into the Mexico yeah. game. It sounds like Ricochet is unhappy. Yeah. He'll go to Japan. Um, I don't. I don't know if they if they really lose a ton of folks, but I haven't read anything from anybody saying of anybody going anywhere else because they allow them to still work indies, they allow them to work pro wrestling guerrilla, all this stuff like that. I don't I I think if they did come back, I bet you'll see the vast majority of people return. Maybe, and and you know time time will tell even if there is a fourth season. But I, I you know I I. I, I I'm I'm worried about your your Muertes and your um your cages, especially as as big men, as people who WWE keeps a strong eye out for, and they're kind of getting back into that big man game right now, over in uh in Orlando and in in uh, Titan Tower there. So, <clears throat> would I like to see Mil Muertes as Mil Muertes? Well, he couldn't be as Mil Muertes in um in WWE. I think that could be cool, but it wouldn't be the same. You know, he wouldn't, you know, have the, he couldn't do that backstory, but he's, he's such a great performer. Um, granted they kept a mask on him cause he is tough to look at, <coughs> but, um, if they kept a mask on him and he could still do his, uh, his awesome matches, I'd be okay with it. Cage. I think cage has a lot of upside, man. Cage. Is, he's probably number two on my hottest free agents. Uh, even maybe before Pentagon, cause cage is a lot more easily digestible than a pissed off ninja skeleton. And like as we pointed out in an episode recently, I think the Mac has got and a ton Mac, of upside. Yeah, 
and and Mundo with a return to the WWE. Sure. Uh, who knows? Maybe even with PJ Black and Taya in tow. Who knows? Yeah. And I think they definitely want to get Ricochet in there at some point. Right. Uh, what about Matt Cross? And who's his buddy now, the son of madness that just looks like him? Who, who's I, he playing? I'm not sure, by? and I haven't looked it up because I haven't watched this week's episode, so I've uh, I've avoided any spoilers. I don't know who won the match, um, and I'm not sure who's playing him, but the beard is uh, the beard game strong on that guy. So uh, yeah, like I said, because I know that because the entire third season has been taped. It's been taped for over a year, so full spoilers for the entire season are out. So I I I don't really. Google anything Lucha Underground related just for that reason, because I don't want to see, you know, who's going to end up with the title at the end or something like that. Any craziness that happens at Ultima Lucha. I like, uh, especially with something like this I'm so passionate about, I kind of want to be surprised. So I'm not sure. There's a white meat, white meat babyface Rey Mysterio training montage with children in this. That is that is a show. That is that is a real show. From last I mean, night's you'll, episode? You'll, this you'll week's episode? Okay. Yeah. From this, this last one. They've been doing that one. for a couple um, weeks now. Yeah, that's that's the only one okay. I've seen where he's got children like running with him, and he sits down in, in a public park and you know talks to them about oh. you know how Jesus helped us defeat the Vietnamese in World <laughs> War One, like just <clears throat> real, real, real sweetheart type oh, yeah. of shit. Yeah. So uh, yeah, the Cueto Cup is going yeah. on. Um, I hope these guys. I hope they return. I hope Netflix picks them up. I hope that they go full on rated R on a digital platform. If Glow does well and Lucha Underground replays on Netflix do well, hopefully they see a financial investment in it. Maybe they can partner up with El Rey, get them on there. Hopefully El Rey's around in a fucking year. They can only do so many Walker Texas Ranger slash kickboxer (laughs) marathons. And how many times are you going to see the uh, you know the Ninja trilogy, Ninja, Ninja Two, and Ninja Three Blood Hunt? You can only do so many of them before they're like, eh, this is this is this is the like this is the television channel version of the DVD rack at a seven. But do they throw in three ninjas and three ninjas strike back? Nah, it's not hard enough, man. <laughs> nah, it's not hard enough, dude. I I grew no, up in so that they- era, the sweet spot where. Kid thrown into um, awesome situation. I was a sucker for those movies. Uh, Rookie of the year, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Little Big League, pretty much the same thing, but not a player, an owner of the of a, the Minnesota Twins. All in on that. Three Ninjas, hell yeah, dude! I wanted to be a ninja. Last Action Hero. Listen to the Patreon episode for a full twenty minutes on that. Uh, <laughs> I, I was a sucker for the. He's not I, kidding. No, I'm not. I was. <laughs> I'm, I'm all. Wait, wait, hear him, hear him defend on the Patreon episode why why Last That's Action Hero work. was one of Arnold's masterworks. To this day, I, I, will, I will fight, I will carry that flag till the day I die. Not even John Cena here, can here. take that flag away from me. Here, here. Did you get that segue? Now, the only thing that I saw with children yeah. in it that I actually genuinely enjoyed was the kid that got to use the machine gun in Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> that was pretty fucking bad. When you got a kid that's like 12 years old and he's firing a machine gun, I'm like, okay, that's getting Oh, the different. wizard too? Come on, man. Little yeah, Monsters? Boy, Remember man, Little outside. Monsters? Oh, God damn. I was no, a kid. No, a lot of the stuff didn't age well, man. Oh, a lot no. of like, like Monster Squad. Monster Squ- Go I back did. and watch it I right now. I watched it uh, a couple oh. months ago. Still love it. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Oh, Chris, <laughs> you might have... You, you, like, when you work... At the restaurant, <laughs> like, are you near good exhaust? Uh, no. I just want to know that it's sucking the it's chemicals not. away from you. Or maybe, who knows, maybe you just place your mouth on the pipe and I breathe do, deeply. I do, I no. do. 
Uh, well, hey, we got great balls yeah, of fire that's coming this up. Sunday. Let's, that's um, this week. Holy crap! Um, so, it, hell of a card. The card yeah. really shaped up nicely, and you know, Raw had some really good uh, go home um, storylines uh, this past week. I <laughs> I enjoyed, even though you know we're getting the Miz versus Dean Ambrose for the millionth time for the Intercontinental Championship. I enjoyed yeah. the Miz TV segment where Miz ran down Dean Ambrose and dropped a whole bucket load of truth on him. I loved um, the Miz-tourage in the background. I hate the name, but um, Curtis Axel, who is slowly morphing into Arn Anderson, which is can do nothing mm-hmm. but great, and Bo Dallas, who just looks more and more ridiculous every week. Um, With the one glove. All in on it. All in on Miz and his entourage right now. Uh, and Ambrose, you know, Ambrose is whatever. I, I got to imagine Miz uh, retains here. I got to hope at least. Um, and where Ambrose goes, I don't know. Don't really care. He hasn't really done anything for me in a while, so I don't really know where to go with that. Yeah, and by the way, how is Finn not on this card? Finn's not on it, and the Drifter's I not thought- on it, which is leading people to predict that they're going to have some sort of impromptu match. Because as of now, that lineup does not have them on the card. Finn and Drifter. Oh, you got a last-minute Finn Balor? Oof. I get, I get last-minute Drifter. This year. And, man, you can't last-minute one of your next top guys. Yeah, let, <laughs> me, let me head to the actual website itself with uh, Great Balls of Fire 2017. You've got to throw uh, them on there in a cooler um, position. It'll be announced like what on the a fuck free show the, or something. The first Universal Champ ever. In Finn Balor, you ain't finding time well, for, yet Bray is going to ramble incoherently yeah. and probably what will be a good match against Seth, but you can't you can't find time for Finn. I'm with you. I mean, the shit's that about, unless he interferes in someone's match or interjects himself somehow, some way, I, I don't know, but I, I, gotta, I gotta wonder if they've, I, don't, I hate to say cool off on him, I don't think they have, but... This is very reminiscent of a, holy shit, Joe's here. Nothing at WrestleMania yeah. for him. Uh, there's been other instances throughout the year, like, wait a minute, you don't have blank on yeah. the card? Like, come on, you got three and a half, four hours to fill for a terribly named pay-per-view. True. Use fucking everyone you got. I mean, put the fucking drifter right. on there. He's been doing some stuff. I agree. But I, I agree with you You 100%. did have a good build-up. You, you had a good build-up to, to the Great Balls of Fire. Kicking it off, by the way. With, I think, while long and no need to go back to the well for the encore speech, Enzo's best promo I think he's ever done because you saw a different side of him confronting Big Cass and the betrayal and you're nothing but a catchphrase that I wrote. Great line. I thought that was great. great. I don't think he needed to go back in there for the oh and one more thing because he just started to continue to talk. I think he should have just left it at the mic drop, walk out, and that was it. But. I'm I'm excited to see how Enzo does anything against Big right. Cass. That's that's my thing. Like, sure, the storyline there is great, but man, the the disparity in size is so drastic. I mean, at least with Sean and Diesel, Sean was a lot bigger than Enzo is, um, and Sean was better. Well, Sean was recognized as an amazing yeah. performer, and Enzo's just getting fucking knocked right. out by the ropes left <laughs> and right. He's a rag doll. Yeah. He owned that he wasn't sure. a great wrestler, I and mean, he's not a great sure. wrestler. And he's tiny, and he's heartbroken over losing his, you know, big dumb right. buddy. He has everything going against him outside of the microphone category, and no one's handed a mic when the bell rings. So this has just got murderous squash written all. Does over. he bring somebody for backup? 
I don't think so. I think they leave it as these two. I think they leave it. Does clean. he eventually call? I for think backup. they leave it. No, I don't. I think you're seeing Cass whoop his ass. I think you're seeing Cass fuck him up from bell Cass to bell. I think you're seeing Cass be kind of torn. Cass trying like he he's turned heel. He's all about himself. Yeah. But he's still having to beat up his little right. buddy badly in this. And at some point, I think you're going to see him having some emotional distraughtness over what he's doing to his friend. Because there ain't no way Amor is going to get any significant offense in on sure. Big Cass. I would hope he's not. Cass just has to ha- hold his hand out and do the old, you know, Enzo swinging while he's holding his head back sort of thing that, you know, bullies do to kids in cartoons. I mean, that's essentially what this match is. So it's not going to be yeah. a uh, an athletic competition for the ages between the two. No. Um, but storyline-wise, you know, I'm, I'm kind of hoping it's one and done. Um, if not, I have, to fe- I have to feel that Enzo will call for help. Um, and whether that is somebody already on the roster, like a big show, uh, maybe it's uh, a Cassius Ono or something like that. I, I don't know if I really want that, but it's I'm just – Spitballing here for possibilities, but I, I kind of hope it's a one and done with these two. Is that that's on the pre-show then? Yeah, I, I don't know if that's oh, on the okay. pre-show. Right. It's just it's just on the list the, li- the gotcha. list of stuff, and I would highly doubt that's on the pre-show. I think that's going to be a featured yeah. matchup, considering they gave it Raw. an end of Raw segment and an opening yeah. Raw segment a couple of weeks apart. I, I think you've got. A, a very large angle that I this by the way will not be the end of it. They don't bank two episodes raw to have this split. Yeah. Something will happen afterwards. They'll do something. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he calls in a proxy after this right. match. Maybe they call someone up. They bring someone in as he realizes he's going to be much better as a stick man than an in the ropes right. man. Um, so I mean, who who would they bring up for him if assign him to someone that's already up there? To have him, do they pair him up with Show for I mean, a Show's while? Show's not doing much. What do they do? I, I, you know, I don't know. He, he can he can do anything you need him to, um, and he certainly got the size, um, you know, on his favor. Even against Cass, I got to imagine he's a little taller than Cass. I don't know if I've seen them next to each other. I, I haven't really been watching too much Raw to be honest with you. But Show and yeah. Cass are probably around the same height. Obviously, Show with the weight advantage. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know, but I, I think this feud will continue, but outside of the ring with additional players. But Saturday night or Sunday night, I think Cass kicks his ass up and down Hope the block. So. Um, what do you think about uh, uh, that the the tag team championship with uh, Cesaro, Sheamus, Hardy Boys, thirty minute Iron Man? Interesting match. that they're doing this um, with a tag team. Has it ever been done with tag teams before? I can't recall. If it has, I don't know. It- if it has, it's been a while. Interesting. It makes sense. I, I, I would, uh, I would imagine this would be the end of this feud. Um, there aren't a lot. Is there another babyface tag team on Raw aside from the Hardys at this point? Not that I can right. think of. So unless uh, something else happens, the Hardys have to walk out so that they can go against the Revival or or another heel tag team on Raw. So um, if if that's the the meaning there then that's kind of where that's going to go but i think the match match could be fun i mean it's a lot less i mean there's still a stipulation it's an iron man match but it's less stipulationed than that ridiculous cage match they had at the last pay-per-view this is going to be a traditional iron man match where the most pins at the end of 30 wins so i also you know hey uh it sounds like that they're loosening the ties over at anthem on the broken stuff 
Um, it sounds like Matt is starting to tweet a little bit more. I think we're on the cusp of getting this thing yeah. back. Who knows? Maybe they do get it back this year. Maybe they get it back sooner rather than later. Maybe yep. Anthem and the powers that be that are now GFW, it's no longer TNA right. or Impact. It's, it's Global Force Wrestling fucking full on. Holy Man. shit. So who knows? Maybe with a, a cleaning of the slate and new champions and then moving on over there, maybe they finally just fucking relinquish right. that tie to the past and something in this match occurs 30 minutes in someone breaks Jeff you could reheat the story right. from impact where Jeff costs them the title yes. or a title shot again and Matt does his broken yeah, I shit. think that's great and I think um and I didn't watch Slammiversary or really read much about it but I know that the one match they had was the the Barash um and was it Barash and Park against um who's the little Steiner, Steiner and, and um, who's the little Weezer announcer guy the hell's his name oh god i don't remember his that name. guy that nobody remembers um yeah I, that was kind of shot in the same way that the broken stuff was shot so maybe anthem was holding on to that world until they could get that out of the way and now maybe they can settle and we can get it over in wwe so if that's the case if, that, if then at the hardy's breakup then you have no face tag teams on raw so, dude, did you see any of that? By the way, it, it, it was um Joey um uh uh Matthews, Josh, Josh Matthews, Josh excuse Matthews, me, Josh guy. Matthews. Did you did you see no. any of it all? Even any I, clips? I've seen pieces no. of it. Not seen. I the saw whole a couple thing. still photos. Steiner, that was it. Dude, Steiner looks fucking ancient. <laughs> looks fucking ancient, old. Less okay. so, a little less so, and very stiff. And I mean, if you just search. Steiner Borash Slammiversary and look up at the stills. It's boy, Big Papa is nowhere near as pumped. Still pumped, Big yes, Grandpa as pump. pump. Big Grandpa Pump, yes, yes. The the freak that's in bed by eight. He's <laughs> Big Grandpa Gast. That's what he is. Big, not not great. Uh, there's a shot with him and Matthews backstage covered in powder where he looks like he's a fucking billion years old. Uh, if you had to roll out the broken uh-huh. gimmick. How do you roll it out here? Outside of the something broke me, how do you do that? When, when do we first get a view of him and the gown and the crazy hair and the piano and Maxel and Rebby and maybe even Benjamin yeah. for all we fucking know? I think it, how do we see that if it If it happens. happens. I think you kind of have to milk it a little bit, but not too long. I mean, once you do a little hint of it, it's going to... It's gonna. People are gonna catch on and get excited about it again. But I think, just like you said, run back the uh, the angle they did in Impact, where there's dissension among the the brothers, and then Matt, you know, slowly descends into madness, but not super slowly. But you know, like just, or even if it's like uh, Matt turning on Jeff and just beats Jeff in, in into shit, and then like he. L- Looks up and he's got that stupid, you know, broken Matt Hardy face. I say stupid, but it's brilliant and I love it. But you know what I'm saying. Um, I don't know. I think I think that that's the smartest way to do it because one, it's already been proven uh, to have worked. Two, it was done so ridiculously in Impact that I I'm curious to see how that would translate into a WWE um, situation. So I, I I think the smartest money is to just run it back. What you think would be now? I say in the presentation, do they do a slow build each week? He becomes more and more frustrated. Something happens. There's dissension or hype. Just hypotheticals here. 
Great balls of sure. fire. They get the word. It is theirs uh-huh. again. Go with it. Something happens in the match. Uh, the, Jeff does some spot monkey right. shit, costs him right. the match. Matt can't handle it, freaks out, starts screaming delete. Next night on Raw, light pops into the ring, spotlight, Rebby, piano, playing, lightly singing the obsolete song. And then it cuts to Matt somewhere in the rafters doing a stingish right. delete or at the top of the ramp or something. I feel like they need to roll it out with spectacle. And I feel like we're not going to be patient enough to get to it because we know what the ending is already. It's him getting back to this deleted right. character. I think people are kind yeah. of, they've already wanted it. It's I mean, true. we're so far removed from Mania. We're four months removed from Mania at this point where we were hoping three. to get. It's beginning of April. I mean, what? Beginning yeah, of April. Months. So, yeah, April, beginning of April, May, June, July. Four months. Well, it was April, April, what? May and June. July's not May, over yet, June. so we're three months away. It was like 4-9. Like it's 7-6 right now, so that's about three months. Ah, uh, gotcha. Uh, they need but it. Still. People want it now. I don't think they're going to be patient right. for it. I think they roll it out. I think they roll it out quick if they do it. Yeah, I mean, you, you make... I'm still not convinced that they're going to let him do anything beyond saying delete. You, I don't really? think they're going to let him go full tilt crazy. Yeah. Man, but the, the gear is great. The every All the... I don't know, man. The backs... The vignettes were, like, some of the best parts of the whole thing. You know, with like that them having dinner with film green themselves, beans. though. I know WWE they don't have to foot the bill now. Let them. They're not going to do it. It's not. A, it's not a bill issue. It's a creative issue. There's no way that they're going to relinquish that. The, 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 the minute they open that can of worms and start letting wrestlers record and air their own shit on their flagship on Raw, which is McMahon's baby, no way. Yeah. No chance. Look at how it. much weird shit the Wyatts have done over their years that they've tried to do with Vince McMahon and company filming it. And you get what is the Wyatt family compound match, which was not great. No, it was not. I mean, really, they haven't done anything. They've done backstage stuff where Randy hunts him down, which they did during the corporate ministry era when right. Shamrock and crew were hunting the missing Stephanie McMahon. They're just not going to let him get as weird. They're not going to. SmackDown, maybe. Raw, I don't think so. I think they're just not going to relinquish that control. I'd say if we get it, which I think more it's pointing that we will, I don't think it's going to be anything more beyond him acting a little weirder, saying delete, maybe their attire changes. Uh, I don't know. I mean, they're letting, they're letting I hold they go kind of do his old shtick again. But they wrote that shtick. That was theirs. Uh, yeah. I, it's a WWE property. I know, I, I know you I want really it do. to happen. I really do want it to but happen. They, but you've got to look at history. And they love their own shit. And Delete was not their own shit. Bullet Club was not their own shit. I mean, they're the two hottest things in wrestling yeah. that they could have outright put cash on the table for. Bullet Club and the Broken Universe, they didn't. Right. So, you're a popular boy over there. Oh, you see my phone blowing up? <laughs> oh, you probably yes. hear it, though. It's all right on the iPad thing. It's work. Uh but whatever. Well, I, I don't know. Social. Security. Yeah, I, I, I'm. 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 I'm curious. Uh, I'm anxious. I wanna. I, I want it to happen so bad. I'm kind of just willing things into existence. Um, I hope. I hope it does happen. But but honestly, um, any little deviation from this nostalgic throwback trip will help at this point for the two. Um, especially Matt, because Jeff on his own. You know, it's always been that way. Jeff uh, has been the bigger draw and the bigger star. So Matt kind of made his own little thing. Um, so I think Matt needs it a little more than Jeff because Jeff can, yeah, just let him can act go crazy, off man. and do his let solo him, shit and be successful. He could be he could be in the running for the championship next week. 
if he wanted to. Let him be. You know? Let him be. Let him be bonkers again. Let him. Let him act strange yeah. and all that. Let him wear the suits and all that sort of shit. I just. I have to look at the examples of in recent right. history no, with right. with Bullet Club, right. where the man you had a property that was just so fucking red hot that you could have done something. Yeah. I mean, they didn't even have Finn and AJ even barely cross paths. One backstage segment. upon his debut and his return from injury yeah. and all that, and then then the. the the good brothers came and separated. So uh, let them let them do it. Let them say delete. Let them give them weird yeah. ass fucking promos of his. But let, and do it soon. If you do get the yeah. rights, you, you get gotta, rights you on a Sunday. Do it. do it on a Monday. Yeah. Don't drag could it. Could you out. imagine? Uh, who else? We quick, got on could this you thing? imagine a Goldust Broken Please. Mat program? Oh, that'd be weird. Yeah, that that'd be, be good yeah. weird. I'm into that'd be that. fun weird. I'm into that. That would be very, very fun, fun, fun. More fun so weird. than Bray and Matt, Which, because Bray. Does did we nothing. did we get into this on one of the last podcasts about how it was essentially confirmed on an episode recently of something you wrestled with that the rumor about yes. gold dust and the yeah, titties were true? That okay. Last week. Yeah, boy, still fucking can't get my head around <laughs> that. Million dollars, <laughs> give me titties. Eh, sign right. me up. Million dick bucks, you can chop my dick off. It's got a layer of dust on there right now. It looks like a fucking Afghan. Okay. <laughs> like a blanket or the city uh, of the country? Man, certain regions of the country, but mostly the uh, an Afghan from Afghanistan. Yes, exactly. I have an Afghan Afghani. It is just dusty and I tell you what, I, I, I couldn't I couldn't fuck buck with Chris Pine's dick it seems like at this point <laughs> just chasing around the house at some point I'm going to have a restraining order uh, against me there's just so many times you can be told hey get off that <laughs> um, what else is on the bill let's talk about let's talk about Bliss Banks Bliss Banks okay so I think uh, this could be a really good match on paper um, obviously I'm I'm uh, firmly uh, well hello there on team bliss in this equation team bliss too. Um, I think Sasha needs help um, in terms of being Sasha Banks it's funny uh, I watched I threw on some old four horsewomen NXT stuff uh, recently and man I forgot how great Sasha Banks the character was because we have not seen that character uh, really at all we on the main haven't. roster and man is she suffering from it it's, it's right there it's right there it's been done and she can do it just let her do it i don't know how it happens i don't know if uh if bliss is beating down sasha so bad that bailey comes down for the save and sasha pushes bailey around and turns on bailey and that's how it happens i don't know but she needs to i know it's a tired uh thing for smarks to say they need to turn heel but damn sasha needs to turn heel and is this the only women match? Women's match on this card? So. There's no Bailey. There's no Nia. Mm, not not there's yet. There's no Mick no Mickey James. No, not to my knowledge. I mean, they had their go home. Yeah. That's it. Maybe something gets slapdash thrown together sure. on the pre-show, but for the SmackDown having some pretty women-centric matches and happenings yeah. and History, uh, you know, br- history and briefcases and controversies. Yeah. And then you got Nia Jax being like, Jesus, it's kind of nice seeing that someone uses all their women over right. there. And We're a shorter show. Bailey, <laughs> I mean, goddamn, Sasha is not giving us the Sasha that we right. want, but at least she's showing up. Bailey is a goddamn afterthought yeah, at this it's point. Like a sad sack at this point. It, it is sad. It, it's sad. It's, it's depressing. I don't know where they're going with her. I mean, I'm glad Sasha's fighting for a title but 
at this point, you tell me a year ago, man, I'm going bliss over banks all day. I'm like, the fuck is right. wrong with you? And now I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Bliss has been allowed to show me more on this right. show, so I got to go bliss. She's here. been given the opportunity to show more, and she's done it really well. Um, Very so that's, well. She's stepped that's, up. That's the big thing there. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going bliss for that one. Um, and then I don't know if it turns into Nia versus bliss. I don't know how you pull that match off, but, uh, but man – that uh that uh, I don't know. That's that's tough. That's that's like Enzo and Cass. Yeah. Then you got Reigns and Strowman, who Strowman gave us a moment oh. with oh. Apollo Cruz oh. on oh. Raw where he timed a perfect double foot stomp on Apollo Cruz's back. Chris just oh. smacked his lips like a proud Italian chef. Oof. Relaunched his ass through the air like a fucking sack of potatoes. Braun beautiful is amazing right now. He's doing some crazy big man power yeah. shit that he is the example. Uh, he's got to be Vince's favorite thing in the world. How, right how could he he's not He's everything be? he wants to see these big men do. He's what a Kali is incapable of doing. Right. Even Diesel at his prime yeah. couldn't do. Right. Big Show has been one of the more capable big men. But, I mean, the shit we're seeing from Strowman for a dude that size, dare I say he's encroaching on, wow, that guy, the Undertaker, sure is doing some amazing stuff for a big man territory. Yeah. I think Strowman is well on his way to being the next great big man with moves like that. It's hard to argue anything you just said right there. He's He's been crushing, and it seems like almost every time he's on the screen, he gives us one of those perfectly uh, gifable moment. moments. And in this is this era of social media, man. That's really all you need, and I think that's really helped him out. Um, you know, his promos are better than you'd expect. There's, you know, they're not amazing, but Undertaker's promos were never amazing. Um, no, no, they weren't. So, you know, I, I think uh, he's just he's clicking on all cylinders. I think he has to beat Roman Reigns right here, and that's not coming from a Roman Reigns hater. It's coming from a Braun Strowman lover. I have to wonder how this ends. I, I would think that history is shown us and dictated. They got big, big plans for Reigns versus Brock at SummerSlam, Reigns versus Cena at WrestleMania. Right. But they got to have some stuff going on with Strowman here. Yeah. Um, I I don't know how this ends. I like it. I like that I don't know. I could see a case for either one of these guys. And Reigns, they obviously want to saddle the entire carriage, too, and have him pull the company. Yeah. But Strowman is just stepping up and doing such good and shit. That he's getting over. That I would not be surprised if he does pull this off. I'm gonna I'm gonna bet on Reigns to okay. win, but would not at all be surprised. It would not be unhappy if Strowman pulled the it the gimmicky stipulation of the match will help whoever wins or I'm sorry whoever loses in that they didn't get pinned, so they have an out. Exactly, they have an out. Yes, so I'm hoping they use it, you know, for. Strowman to win, but again, like I said, that's that's from a, a Strowman lover, not a Reigns hater, because Reigns, you know, he's been showing up and doing a hell of a job. I've really had no complaints about um, Reigns recently, other than he's going against the hottest guy on the brand right now, aside from Samoa Joe. They've done a good thing with Roman quietly, yeah. by addition by subtraction. They haven't had him talk right. a ton. The times that he has have been very brief. The thing that he did with Joe with recent was great. You ain't Samoa Joe, you just yeah. Joe. The uh, this is my yard, the guy stuff. They've quieted down his promos or not having him do yeah. suffer and suck attack, climb the big bean stalk bullshit. There was a giant, I punched him in the mouth. Not, they're not trying to make him the rock. Right. They have, they've dialed back on his verbiage, and I think it definitely has helped. And they're kind of tweening him too. 
They're giving yeah. him. They ain't turning him heel, but he ain't a face. He's got a little toot. But he's got some toot, and I think they are nicely, slowly crockpot, slow right. cook, turning him where he needs to be. It's going to take some time. But I think in a year from now, we'll be very, very happy the trajectory. And that even he's if on. he doesn't go full on heel, if he kind of stays at this at this uh, level, I'll take it, man, because it's better than you know the the Cena wins LOL 2.0, which is what we were all expecting this guy to turn into. And it's still very so. Well we've cool. left with the Lesnar and Joe. Lesnar and Joe, and everyone's saying Lesnar. I'm, but man, I got it. I I am. I'm. I'm going to call the upset. I'm going to say Joe pulls this off. So I'm going to say Joe pulls it off and loses it again before SummerSlam. Okay, that was my question because Roman has stated that he gets the winner for the title at SummerSlam, which he just kind of came out and said it wasn't like awarded to him or anything. He just said, like, yeah, he hey, just, I guess he gets um, to declare that sort yeah, of shit. I'm, I'm Roman Reigns, so this is the match I'm getting at SummerSlam. That'd be great to be able to book yourself in a SummerSlam, right? I'm going to yeah, wrestle uh, Hornswoggle at, at SummerSlam. I get to work Tuesday through Friday now, yeah, and I right. do from six to nine. That's it. I'm just going to start declaring that yeah, shit. Must be nice. Uh, but yeah. I, I think having Joe walk out of there with the title, besting Brock Lesnar. I mean, there's few bigger rubs in the industry than beating Brock Lesnar um, in terms of legit toughness and badassery. And, uh, and and shoot fightingness. I mean, Samoa Joe can obviously throw hands with the best of them, and this is going to be a hoss fight for the ages. I'm super stoked for this match. It will. You're going to see a lot of MMA stuff, a lot of yeah. ground stuff, transitions, submission attempts, yes. and things like that, knee strikes. And I think on a larger level, let's take a look at the concept of what Universal Champion Brock Lesnar is compared into years past. I think the mystique and the oh my God of him being here, it's not worn off, but it's, it's nowhere fever near... It's fever pitched anymore. Right. I mean, every single Lesnar fight was a big fight right. feel, big fight feel. It's still very headliner worthy, absolutely. I still get all hyped up I, for it. I'm excited. I'm excited to see him, but I'm not as holy shit. Shut right. the kids up, throw the baby yeah. outside. I'm like, okay, hey, Brock's here. I think. I think the uh. universe wants to see what they're seeing over on SmackDown, right. which is a present champion. Right. I want to see. I think they want to see a present champion because the next biggest champion. The Miz is kind of doing some of the same old spin his wheel stuff with Ambrose right, right. now. Not a knock on the Miz, no. but he is the largest consistent title holder on the mm-hmm. show. I think they want to have that title back on there. And Joe would be that guy. Right. And he'd have that rub that the Beast took it from him. And who knows, he could lose the title to someone else, whether it be a, a Reigns or a Finn or a Seth, for all we know. <laughs> and then Brock just comes back for revenge. And he just fights Samoa Joe in a grudge match. How about this? I mean, you know, we've been talking about the faltering uh, ratings of Raw and how uh, the not-present champion in Brock um, hasn't really been bringing in the ratings could you imagine having setting up the oh yeah, so Joe beats Brock on Sunday. On well, Monday, Heyman and Brock just storm out incensed, furious. They invoke their rematch clause for the following Monday on Raw. Brock versus Joe to headline Raw for the title, and then Brock wins it back yeah. there and then takes it into SummerSlam. So even though Joe there would only go. have the title for a day. He still beat Brock Lesnar, and you can uh, sell that match for a whole week to uh, to get the ratings up there. I think that's good business, man. 
yeah, I think they could do that, and I would not mind Joe having a brief run, but the, but it's not so much about the title for him. It's about um, I, I knocked right. off the beast. I showed up, yeah. and I've got that notch in my belt. He becomes the new Brock uh, Lesnar in that he, you know, Brock was the guy who beat The Undertaker. Joe is the guy who beats Brock. And plus, that leaves a pissed-off Joe around right. while Brock is gone because of his, right. you know, his, his minimal commitments with the company. So Joe can just Murder go anybody. on some tear-ass path yeah. to where Roman Reigns beats Braun. Roman goes on a program with Lesnar. And all of a sudden, you got Joe and Strowman if you Ooh. want. Joe starts beating up Rollins, starts beating up Sheamus, starts yeah. beating up Ambrose. And then one day, he picks off a, a, a fight bigger than he can handle with Joe and Strowman. Yeah. And then you got another big hoss right there. Yeah, there's there's a lot of a lot of potential, a lot of new matchups um, for Joe, and you know, giving if Joe is the champion in those matchups, giving a lot of other people opportunities here. I mean, I, I'm sure I know we've seen Jeff Hardy versus Joe in TNA, but you know, that's another one that hasn't been seen in a WWE ring. There's a lot of people on um, the Raw roster that I, I kind of want to see tangle with uh, Joe. Have we ever seen Big Show and Joe? I don't think that's ever happened. Oh, no, no. Big Show and Joe hasn't happened. I mean, really, at this point, it's Joe versus damn near yeah. anybody that's going to be a fresh matchup yeah. to where I, I'm not going to mind seeing him hypothetically if he was to lose a recently won title for him kind of snapping a little bit and just coquina and clutching yeah. fucking everybody just choking. I would love to see him show up on 205. And just fucking choke out everyone. <laughs> just for no reason. They do like one of those crossover uh, comic events. Like yeah. The very first round of the May Young Classic. He just fucking chokes out everybody. He just r- rolls up and starts. In, on an episode of Table for Three, it becomes fucking Table for Two and then Table for One. Because Joe keeps popping out, fucking choking out everybody. They use CGI to cut him into old episodes of Raw. Uh-huh. To where when Val Venus is taking on Christian... Fucking here comes Joe out of nowhere. He's just choking out everyone. All right. At the very first Connor's Cure presentation ceremony, you would fucking get heel heat. You would get heel heat. You choke out a kid with a fucking brain disease, man. That's heel heat. Fucking done. I can't. The Rough House Podcast is a weekly podcast featuring one guy whose radio dreams came true and another guy who failed miserably at being a successful broadcaster. Follow us at RoughHouseSGW on Twitter and Facebook.com slash The Rough House Podcast. Become a donor to The Rough House at Patreon.com slash The Rough House Podcast. And check out our videos at YouTube.com backslash channel backslash capital U C E G J. 2, 1, N, lowercase w, capital G, lowercase k, capital P, M, lowercase l, capital D, N, 7, lowercase c, 3, lowercase r, lowercase f, U, V, Q. This is the, the Rough, House, Rough Pod. House, uh podcast with Justin and Kristoff. That's it. Fuck Kristoff. He's terrible with his information. Okay. Hey, this is The Rock. Shut your mouth, jabronis, and listen up, because this is the Rough House Podcast with Justin and my least favorite man on the planet, Kristoff. The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network.